Hi, this is Melesia with Interview Secrets That Get You the Job. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to share these secrets. I'm excited to interview people who know more than I do. How do I even come to a place where I know interview secrets? Pretty easy. One, I've had over 50 jobs myself. Actually started working when I was 13. It was the summer I turned 14, but I was definitely 13 when I started getting my first paycheck. And in between, I've had temp jobs, I've had contract jobs, I worked two or three jobs at a time. I was a small business owner, I wrote a book, I've had amazing full-time jobs, and even beyond that, I was a welfare-to-work job coach and a recruiter in a past life. So all of my experience has given me the opportunity to see places where people used really great secrets, skills, opportunities to really excel in their interview. I've also seen situations where people just said all the wrong things. They had sweaty hands, they were stressed out, they had a wardrobe malfunction. And so I'm here to share with you secrets that get you the job. Today's podcast is all about your mind, getting your mind ready, getting your heart and mind ready, and really preparing yourself for the journey that is job searching. It's it's funny because nowadays job searching, of course, involves networking. You want to reach out to all the people who know you or who can attest to you being a great worker, great coworker, great um, person underneath them as a colleague. But I think it still boils down now to so much online searching, um, whether it's through things like LinkedIn or Indeed or CareerBuilder, all, all of those sites that help you find a job. And of course, like I said, the networking. But before you even start to refresh your resume, you've got to think where you're at in your mind. You've got to think what your motivation is and what is it that you're looking for. I think that um, we get so caught up in like, okay, I need a job. I need a job. And honestly, I think that we're all looking for a new job easily six months to a year too late. And what I mean by that is you should have started looking before now. Um, why? Because the signs were there. Whether you were, you're in high school and you need a job this summer to help you get ready for college, you probably should have started working in your 10th grade year. If you are a college student and you've been living on your loans or living off your parents or there was savings for you and now you're looking for work and you're actually graduating in the next two months, six months or so, you should already be looking for work. It's easy to put it to a side. It's 
easy to assume that it's going to just come to you. You're just going to call up your dad's friend who owns a whatever, or you're going to just, you know, somebody promised they were going to get you into their company. And so you just, you just kind of put it off because, hey, it's job searching. I mean, I'm a confident person. I have a decent resume, whatever. And you put yourself in a place where you really think this is a no-brainer. But I will tell you, it doesn't really matter how professional you are, how hardworking you are, how many references you have. You have to be looking for work all the time. In fact, I was just talking to a friend yesterday, a former coworker, and he was telling me he's got a friend who works at Google who said, I'm always looking. I'm always looking. I get paid amazing, amazing pay, but I'm always looking. And that just really struck me when he said it. I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter how good your job is because in an instant, you have a new boss who hates you or just likes somebody else more. You have um, a position change. You have a company merge or a downsize or a layoff or whatever. And you're six months to a year behind schedule and looking for work. And so we should always be um, thinking about our next step. And so this whole episode is really just about getting your mind ready. And so, sure, um, at some point we'll talk about getting your resume ready. At some point we'll talk about, you know, how to get you know, get an outfit ready, uh, how to get your networking up and running again, um, talk to people you haven't talked to in a while. But it's time to get your mind ready. If you're going to be looking for work, you need to shake off that low self-esteem. You need to shake off that place where you question yourself all the time. Like, well, I used to think I was a good ex, you know, contractor, a good house cleaner, a good salesperson, a good secretary, admin assistant, whatever they call it now. But um, you you may used to think, because everybody starts with hopes and dreams, you may used to think you were all that. And then something happened that shook your confidence. It could have been weight gain. It could have been weight loss. It could have been a divorce. It could have been, you know, that you didn't do well on the certification for the class that you were taking to get certified in that job. It could have been a lawsuit. It could have been something that really put you in a place where you're just full of self-doubt. Only when you're looking for work, this is the last place that you can have self-doubt. Because this is the place where you are going to have to really just sell yourself and really tell them why you bring value to the table. And so you have got to get out of your own mind. You have got to get out of your own mind. This is the place where you have to strengthen yourself. And I, I am talking straight from my heart because I have situations right now in my life with my current position, where they really make me doubt myself. And I, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm dead serious. I'm like, how in the world did I go from being super successful to being in a place where I really, really doubt my ability 
to get the job done. So, and, and in some ways that is sometimes a clue as to it's time to go. Um, it's funny because I have an uncle who has always given me great advice. Uh, actually two, two uncles that have been very, very interested in my success in life. And one of them said to me, um, only work where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And when I keep that in mind, and I think you should really just chew on that for a second, work where you're celebrated, not tolerated. If you think about it, if you will do what you love and you will work for people who respect you, you're not going to have the same kind of emotional mind games that are played on people who are in a job they hate, working for someone who disrespects them. And you're going to be in a place where people really see what value you bring to the table and you're going to have growth. But so many of us get into a place where we've stopped looking for a new job. We take whatever is offered us. We know the pay is not enough. And we just accept it because of our schedule, because of our kids, because uh, we don't, our self-esteem, we don't think we could get anything better or the commute time is short or whatever it is that, that hand, hand, ugh, like handcuffs us to that company and makes us think there's no way, there's no way I can get a good job. That's where the problem lies. Even if uh, we're in the middle of a recession or it's a downturn in the economy, I promise you that if you're the best candidate for the job, you're going to be the one that gets it. And so you have to get in your own brain and start unpeeling the layers of low self-esteem, the layers of self-doubt, um, and, and get it past that. And you've got to start working on your brain. And it's kind of like working out, which I know nothing about because I don't work out, but <laughs> I see it all the time. You know, I see people uh, that are just, they're just physically fit because they're willing to make the effort. They will go on that two-mile walk. They will do the push-ups. They do the sit-ups. It's because they have a goal. But it's the same when you're looking for work. You have got to put in the applications. You have got to redo your resume. You have got to reach out to the right people. But more important, you have got to get your brain right. That's the situation. You have to get your brain in a place and your heart in a place where you're strong. And the only way I can advise you to do it is start doing things that you're good at. If you are really good at organizing, but you've kind of let your house go, some parts, you know, a closet here and there or something, simply because you have been too depressed at your job, you have got to start organizing that closet. And if all your closets are organized, go to a friend who needs the help and do it. Because every single time we do something that we're good at and we get it, 
we get it back. We get people that say, wow, you are really good at cooking. You are really good at taking care of this baby. You are really good at organizing my kitchen drawers. Those good positive endorphins that come to us, those are the things that are going to fuel us to try things that are hard. So this is the opportunity for you to start doing what makes you feel good so that you have the mental and emotional strength to do what you need to do that's hard. So whether it's writing a song, writing a poem, working out really well, um, making amazing food and sharing it with friends and family, planning somebody's birthday party, whatever it is that you do well, Start forcing yourself to do it so that you can be mentally and emotionally ready for the job search journey. Hey, it's been great spending time with you today. This is episode one, and so... I'm the one that was talking today, but most of our episodes are going to involve interviews with other people. If you have a story or a, I like to call it a testimony about a job search time for yourself, an interview story, or even how you negotiated something, I'd love to have you call in, write in, email me um, to talk to me and to be on my show. But I'm excited to bring on some people who are doing jobs that other people would love to do and they just don't know how to break in. I'm also going to have people who negotiated flexible schedules, found jobs that were work from home remote. I know a lot of people that is a goal for them because of their family situations. Um, And I'm also really excited to talk to hiring managers because I think that when we all get together and we share our secrets, In the end, we're just all humans. And so by sharing what we've been successful to do, it may give somebody a clue into how they can also be successful. It was great talking to you. I look forward to speaking to you in episode two.